0: Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. I know that uh, yesterday uh, Tueri started on uh, the Brahma Vihara of Mudita. A really good one. I'll say a, a few words about about mudita, my own take on it, and hope it's not too redundant. Um, if she said some of this, but um, when meta faces suffering, encounters suffering, it turns into compassion. When metta turns to happiness or well-being, it becomes mudita. So metta is really the, the foundation for both of those other practices. It's just a heart that feels connected, that feels a sense of connection um for many people compassion comes more naturally or more easily when the heart is touched by somebody's pain or sorrow or um or suffering. Um there's an often a natural feeling of oh um the heart opens there's a tenderness and there's a connection there because we all know what what suffering is often not always of course but often and that we have uh, these mirror neurons that scientists neuroscientists have in recent times uh, understood that our brain lights up in resonance with with another when we feel connected. We're wired up for that connection, <clears throat> and the same is true with mudita, although it's sometimes not as obvious. Sometimes, remembering there's, there's this line I came across from the the French philosopher Montaigne. It said, uh, "This." Something not altogether too displeasing in the misfortune of our friends. <clears throat> I'm just being real here now. And of course, our friends, the people that we root for and and love, we we delight in seeing their happiness. But sometimes there's the sense of when when somebody else is is doing great, and we're not, there's a, a sense of, oh, well, what about me? And, of course, probably most of us know the feeling of jealousy or envy or a sense of, um, well, when is it going to be my turn? And that, then we add on, an arrow or a couple of arrows on top of that, oh, what a rotten person I am for not delighting in their happiness. So you want to be really um, kind and patient with whatever your reactions are when there's happiness around, especially if you hear a talk on Mudita and it's just not there for you. Uh, To be really compassionate and kind and tender with yourself for just being where you're at. And if you wish you could feel happy for their happiness, but you're not there, then tune into the wish. Because that's wholesome in itself. And to hold whatever is here with mindful, compassionate awareness... Mm-mm. But that um, that perspective is really a misunderstanding around happiness, because it um, there's some subtle belief that there's a limited supply of happiness, and if there's a A quota on happiness, you know, well they've got the happiness and and that means that somehow uh, I'm not getting my share or there's not enough to go around. But that's not so. Because we can be activated by somebody's um, suffering we could be activated by their anger as well you know if there was a limited supply of whatever the emotion is if you're in a room with somebody and they're angry do you say oh good they've got the anger and now i'm i'm cool no it rubs off on us and just like anger happiness and well-being, can rub off on us. And it does, actually. This is not something that you don't know because every one of us, I bet, knows what it's like to cheer somebody on. Whether it's um, in a movie and you're cheering on the heroine or the hero and you're getting anxious if they're in a hard difficult space and then at the end when everything is happy yes Ah, you know that's why we get so engrossed because we we feel it and we are rooting for them you know and certainly you know if you're rooting for a, a team you know, you're a sports team. I won't go there right now, but I could, but uh, yes, come on, you can do it. And you're your favorite athlete, you know, mm, come on. All right, we'll say Steph Curry. <laughs> uh, uh, but so we know this feeling, and and it, we also know it for, for those closest to us, particularly around children. It's so easy to have that sense of delight when you see children having a great time often not always but often or you're you're going to your friend's play and they're performing or somebody who you really care about is performing you are saying, come on you can do it you know you know that feeling right isn't it beautiful? And there's there's nothing in it for you other than just the delight in seeing somebody else do well. It's for me it's 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 kind of it's the most pure generosity of heart. Is there's nothing in it for you other than yes did great. And when we feel it, you know how good it feels. It feels so clean. And when you, when you don't feel it and there's that, oh, what about me? It just, there's that contraction. And so, um, this is just expanding that quality of rooting and cheering And rather than thinking that there's a a quota on happiness, another way you can think of it, the way I think of it is, oh, there's a little bit more happiness in the world. And this this world that has so much sorrow and suffering and and dukkha, the first noble truth, there's a little bit more happiness in the world. And we need all the happiness we can get. So, rather than thinking of a quota, ah, delight, because that puts that energy into the field and can uh, activate that in others. The Dalai Lama has this great line I love. He says, "If our well-being or and our happiness, if our happiness is restricted to our own well-being." It's very limited. But if it can get activated by the happiness around us, we increase our odds by 8 billion now. When he first said it, it was like 6 billion. That's another story. Um, And that's just in... Humans, then there's animals, which we can delight in. You probably have delighted in, you know, if you saw a deer around here, or the turkeys, or whatever, you know. Oh, look at that. Or people fall in love with lizards, even here. They don't emote a whole lot, but it's like, oh, oh, I hope you're happy, you know. So we have this inherent in us, and then it's just really activating it and um, getting what i call a free joy ride you know where oh there's a little bit more happiness and well-being and the word joy as i said in a uh, recent talk can be um, a trigger for some people joy just might seem a little bit too much so don't go for Oh I've got to feel joy. You can just feel a quiet delight or a quiet ease or a sweetness. And the same with somebody else. Don't wait until oh they they're just doing cartwheels and just having a grand time. If somebody is at ease and peaceful, ah uh, or content or filled with love. Ah it's being activated by another's well-being and just delighting that there's a little bit more well-being in this world. Mm. See if there's anything. Yeah, so it's it's really looking for Looking for the good, as I think I mentioned earlier, it's just having your radar out for goodness. You know. Don't you love goodness when you see it? Just delight in goodness, and when you're when you're feeling sympathetic joy, you're not feeling joy when. About somebody else's happiness because they ripped somebody off, you know, or they did something that brought them some pleasure at somebody else's expense. You're rooting for a bit more wholesomeness in this world, a bit more goodness or kindness in this world. Mm. The near enemy of Mudita, I don't know if Tuary mentioned this, the near enemy of Mudita, what looks like Mudita but um, is not as wholesome, is called over-exuberance, where you get so spun out that you lose, lose yourself, lose your center. Mudita, there is a sense of delight, but there's also a... Um, a centeredness and a groundedness to it. The far enemy of mudita, the opposite is is jealousy and envy. So um, so we can practice now together. And um, I think uh, Tuari started off yesterday by Thinking of somebody who has uh, some success or, moment or some well-being in their life. And that's the traditional way. So we'll do that and then open to a few other categories, too. So let your experience be however it is. First, connect with yourself sitting here and be at ease. Maybe take a few deeper breaths and breathe in mm, the goodness from this room that we're all sharing. And breathe it right into your heart. There's so much goodness right here. And then as you breathe out, just extend it out. Surround yourself and Um, Just radiate it out and get in touch with your um, good intention to open your heart and um, extend well wishing. And now, bring someone to mind, some being to mind who um, you can think of in a happy moment of theirs, or who's going through a good time, a good period in their life right now. And it can be it can be a pet. It can be a child, it could be a friend. Somebody that you naturally love rooting for. If you can have an image of them in a moment of well-being or joy. Maybe see them smiling at the finish line or at the end of the performance or or just in a moment that they that typifies their their delight or your dog wagging its tail or your cat purring or whatever and just tune into the fact that that there's a little bit more happiness right now in this world because that's what they're feeling and putting out. And just in that sense of cheering them on. Phrases that I use usually for mudita, and you can come up with the words that, that work for you. One that I usually use is, Oh, may your happiness continue, may your happiness grow. you can use whatever words oh I'm so glad that you're happy and just say it and rest in that the meaning of those words see them smiling at and being so glad that They can feel your support. Sometimes it can be helpful to say the name of that being, you know. Mm. May your happiness continue, John. May your happiness grow. I'm I'm so glad that you're happy. And if you can access it all, it, it, if you can access it at all, then just rest in that feeling. Maybe see their smiling face, and just feeling your support and so appreciating it, and feeling your own generosity of heart. Just hang in, out there with it. And don't try to squeeze any more out of it. You don't have to go for a gusher. <laughs> don't. It will work against you. Just a, even a warm, well-wishing. And if it's not there, then just hold that with, with tenderness and just allow your, the mindfulness to hold whatever you're experiencing it right now. When you're saying the phrases, there aren't that many phrases. Is usually just one or two from Mudita. Say it at the pace and interval where you stay connected with the meaning. But when you are feeling the feeling, then just relax into that feeling. And just say the phrase... Every now and then to remind yourself of that intention. And having an image can be really helpful because then you're kind of, it's like you're showering that image with the words like a blessing. Just relax into it. and now we can go through a few categories. now turn it towards yourself. You can be rooting for yourself you I hope you are rooting for, you are rooting for yourself whether you realize it or not. you are here because you want well-being. And so just root for yourself and you might think of yourself in in a moment where you've had some ease and well-being or peace or joy since you've been here. Or maybe some situation in your life where that comes naturally. And just see yourself smiling or enjoying that moment. And then wish yourself well. Mm. I'm so glad that you're happy, dear. You can say in the second person or first person, May your happiness continue, or may my happiness continue. May it grow. In a way, you're calling on the universe to support you. It's a a bit like a prayer, a beautiful prayer. Just knowing that your own well-being and happiness becomes a gift to everybody in your life. You can get just a glimpse of what it's like to root for yourself. It's a very healthy feeling. As the Buddha said, you can look all over the world and not find anyone more deserving of happiness and well-being than yourself. Okay, and then you might now, include a benefactor, if you work with a benefactor and, and the other Brahmaviharas in Metta or, or Karuna. Somebody you have a lot of gratitude for. Who's enriched your life. And see them in a moment of happiness or well-being. And just cheer them on. Perhaps with a moment of gratitude. Thank you so much for being in my life. May your happiness continue, may it grow. You might see them smiling back at you, just feeling your well-wishing. don't force it just invite it this from a an intention of generosity and goodwill and gratitude Now we can move to a a dear friend category. It might be like the the first one, but it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who's having a wonderful time. Everybody has moments of sorrow and moments of joy. So pick a dear friend and tune into. Delighting in their happiness. Of course, friendships can be complicated. But that's okay. You're just tuning into moments of well-being and joy for them. And again, see them in a happy moment. Get in touch with why they're important to you perhaps and that you really do want to wish them well and then send that to them. Have an image and use their name. May your happiness continue. Or may your happiness grow. I really love seeing you happy. Just rest in that, relax in it, enjoy it. Okay, now we can move to the neutral category. You might pick someone here on this retreat. Maybe somebody sitting in your area that you don't have strong feelings one way or the other. maybe near you, or in front of you, or behind you, or somebody that you noticed on the retreat, but that's fairly neutral. And just tune into them. Here they are on the retreat and practicing sincerely. Just root for them for a few moments. May you be happy and may your happiness grow. and now we can expand the neutral category to include um, everyone here in this room maybe not everyone is neutral to you but we can open it up and just tune into the field of goodwill here not just wishing for people's happiness but delighting in it when it's here May our happiness and joy continue and grow. And you might reflect on the fact that if others are wishing that as well, you're included in that. So you're both sending and receiving as part of this field. Just wishing well and delighting in our happiness growing. And then finally, from this room, sending it out, extending it out, radiating it out to all the creatures on the Spirit Rock land, and all the staff supporting us, and continuing to extend out, radiating out to bless everyone near and far, just delighting in any happinesses in the world right now. May happiness continue and may it grow. Tune into that wholesome wish and delight in that. You might think of everybody in the world right now who's in a moment of ease and well-being and... Delight in that and wish it to continue and grow. And then lastly, just coming back to ourselves and feeling a connection as you sit here and appreciate yourself for extending these thoughts. Wish yourself well. So don't don't force it at all. If you're finding yourself getting contracted or struggling, oh, time to just relax. You know, hold whatever's there with some mindfulness, kind awareness, um, and with any of these brahmaviharas, you you go back to whatever is easy for you. So if the mudita isn't happening go back to, you know, feeling compassion or feeling some just basic metta. Um, So it's not a test or a struggle or anything like that. And when you, you can practice this around here just as you're passing somebody, you know, not making eye contact, but just wishing them well. And if they're they look like they're at ease, you know, if you can sense from the corner of your eye or or in the dining room. Just tune, it's really looking for the good. That's what it comes down to, just looking for the good and seeing, oh, there's a little bit more goodness right now in the world. So it's almost time to go. Maybe if there's any question that might come up from that. Yeah. So let's see if somebody here, oops, careful here. Uh, here, right over there. Thank you for that, James. My name is Ty. I'm struggling with um, this idea of joy and happiness around what we're talking about as kind of this like craving or cling or egoic states. So imagining people you know getting you know a great job or finding a relationship or having a great meal, um, or myself, you know, when I'm like kind of daydreaming about, like, oh, this is going to be so great. And then I kind of cut it off because, you know, that's egoic and it's clinging. So, h- how do you work with, you know, wanting to, to bring joy, you know, to the great things in life without this attachment to the external? Yeah. When, um, you know, in one of the earlier talks, uh, or maybe as my last talk, it's just as the Buddha says, Being uh, to maintain a wholesome state not by grasping, as soon as you grasp or have an attachment it's just turned into an unwholesome state because there's contraction but it's actually um, tuning into the wholesomeness of that wish and just delighting in that wish. You're not you're not getting into, oh, I hope this happens, and if it doesn't, uh, then, then I failed. But it's just that pure, generous heart that wishes well. That's very wholesome. So you're putting it out as a possibility and then letting, letting go of you did it or you didn't. You're just feeling the wholesomeness of that, of that heart. Sense, yeah. So, the the wish of the happiness without the the clinging on to this needs to happen, or yeah, not if that if you're clinging on to this needs to happen, dukkha, uh, yeah, thank you, yeah. Is it uh, there's one over there, thank you so much. My name is Heather. Um, I learned. Obviously, from the Tibetan, the rejoicing in others' good fortune, but also uh, I learned from Tai that joy is seeing the cause and conditions for well-being that are present and they don't have to have come together. So it's like I have eyes that can touch the blue sky. Well-being is possible. I rejoice in my good fortune. Or you have arms and, you know, a loved one's available. Hugging yeah. you is possible. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that just not a jam here? Or? What, what was that? What was is there a subtle difference or that I never saw? Or is it just not, we're just not kind of like using the language? No, it, you know, once you start, once you start looking at, for all the goodness around and all the blessings around, <laughs> it's all around. So it's not necessarily waiting for somebody to do cartwheels, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's appreciating oh i have eyes that see colors i have a a heart that feels you know oh that can bring happiness just there just in the ordinary things you know einstein uh has this line he says there's two ways to go through this life one is seeing nothing as a miracle and the other is seeing everything as a miracle go go for the latter. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Then that's enough. Yeah. I can do it. Thank you. So, what a good way to go through the day, huh? Like I was saying in the uh, talk uh, a few nights ago, we can be on the lookout for what's wrong, or we can be on the lookout for what's right, as Thich Nhat Hanh says, look for what's not wrong. And when there's moments of rightness or wholesomeness or well-being, ah great. That's a moment of well-being. You, you, why miss it? So, okay. Good luck. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.